God is with you. Let us pray. God of tireless compassion, you name the forces of death in our hearts and institutions and even in the holy places. Lift us from the canopy of fear that feeds on repression and pushes away what it cannot abide. Go with us to dark and lonely places where we can learn again who we are called to be through Jesus Christ, the healer. Amen. Music in my house is decidedly flavored by children. We listen to everything from the latest Trolls movie to Peter and the Wolf, and even kids' classics like Rafi and Elizabeth Mitchell. The kids are pretty adept at finding the music they want to hear. Even little Amos knows how to ask, Alexa, play Baby Shark. Fortunately, there is one adult record to which they return again and again. Hamilton. Every month or so, the kids go through a Hamilton phase. As someone who loves the music and stories of Hamilton, this works out well for me. One of the central themes to Hamilton is the incredible momentum of Alexander Hamilton's life and work. There's the refrain, why do you write like you're running out of time? Write day and night like you're running out of time. This motif is introduced at the end of the first act with the song Non-Stop, which details Alexander Hamilton's life as a young lawyer and then the Constitutional Convention, his writing 51 of the 85 essays that form the Federalist Papers, in his selection as the first Secretary of State under Washington. All of that in one short song. Hamilton, the play, the music, the man, were non-stop. Much like Jesus in Mark's Gospel. Jesus in Mark is non-stop. When we last left our hero, Jesus was teaching in the synagogue and casting out an unclean spirit. Today, Jesus leaves that crazy scene directly from that scene and goes straight to Simon and Andrew's house. And he finds Simon's mother-in-law sick, really sick. She has a high fever. These days, we know how serious that is. We're living through the severity of the pandemic. We get it. High fever. Very dangerous. Jesus takes her by the hand, and the fever leaves her. She gets up and serves her guests. 
she's not just doing housework. This is not a demeaning scene. In that culture, hospitality was a huge honor. She is fulfilled by this work. She finds value and meaning in the work. She serves diacone. She's a deacon. She does God's work, God's service. In the early church, this type of service was the ideal. It is also the ideal in Mark. In Mark 10, Jesus says, I came not to be served, but to serve. Service is essential to the way, and that is what Jesus does non-stop. He heals Simon's mother-in-law, and then he goes right on. The whole town gathers outside the door, and he heals and serves them all. Jesus is non-stop. While everyone is still asleep, while it was still very dark, the passage says, Jesus sneaks out the door. He goes off to a quiet place, a place with no one around. He goes off to pray, to restore, to recharge. Notice, Jesus doesn't just enjoy some downtime. Jesus doesn't wait around the house to make coffee. He doesn't get to lounge around and eat breakfast. Jesus has to take serious initiative to make this happen. His life is non-stop. Even when Jesus sneaks out the door in the pre-dawn darkness, people come find him. In a year of non-stop drama, during a pandemic that has robbed us of routine, community, and comfort, Jesus is showing us something critical. The pause you need may not fall in your lap. You will have to seek it out. Go out into the darkness and find what you need. The people from the town know what they need. The sick who come to Jesus know what they need. They form a mob, a spectacle, not unlike the spectacle of people lined up to get the vaccine all across the country these days. Jesus sees it, he gets it, and he does what he needs to do to help. Jesus reminds us that habitual self-care is no accident. To change the world, we must be disciplined. To get through the day, we must be intentional. In the play, Hamilton, Aaron Burr is the foil to Hamilton. He's the counterpart and friend whose contrasting style eventually paints him as the villain. While Hamilton's theme is non-stop, Burr's theme is wait for it. Burr is watching and waiting to strike. It's not patience per se. Temp temporally, Burr is constantly seeking a different future. His happiness and fulfillment are always just out of reach. He is holding on tight, white knuckling his way through life. 
By going out in the darkness to pray, Jesus reminds us that we can't white-knuckle our way through life. We can't white-knuckle our way through this pandemic. Remember when we thought it would only be three weeks? I remember thinking that was going to be impossible. Like, what was I going to do with my kids all that time? We had no idea what was ahead, and we don't know what is ahead. But if you are tired, if you are scared, if the pressure feels non-stop, then you know what you need to do. Find your dark, quiet place. Find the things that restore you, the places, the people, even the work that makes you feel entirely whole, that reminds you that you're a child of the eternal, the infinite, the source of all life, all being, everything. Jesus is searching in the darkness. God is moving in the darkness, through the darkness. God is at work amidst this darkness and seeking connection in the darkness. Instead of white knuckling our way through the darkness, we can turn and find God here and now with us in this darkness. You are not alone in the dark, facing the mob of demands. You are part of something more. You're part of love unfolding. Tap back into the source and find your unique way to serve. For that is what we are here to do. Amen. The mustard seed this week and for all of February is to read the book Homegoing. This novel by Ya Jiasi unfolds like a series of short stories, so you can read them at various intervals, but it is also a collective work detailing a family's history as we seek to be part of God's healing and addressing systemic racism in this country. This book can be an emotional guide in this Black History Month. So we'll dedicate our time over the course of this month to reading this book. Have a great week. With trust and hope, 
we turn our hearts to God in prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute. For prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another. As we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for all who are struggling to get the COVID vaccine, those who are in need. We pray for God's love and grace to work through all of us as we seek racial reconciliation, and truth in this Black History Month. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.